0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. So today I am delighted to be recording quite a different version of Let's Talk Loyalty. As you know, um, I'm passionate about global voices of loyalty and across every different type of sector. So, you know, we've talked about telco loyalty, we've talked about lots of different verticals, but today actually we're going back to a real core passion of mine um, and some um, areas actually that I've spent a lot of time professionally in, and that's the world of airline loyalty. So, I myself worked with British Airways for about five years out here in the Middle East and particularly always um, loved watching the work of the Executive Club. So, today I am absolutely thrilled that I am going to be chatting to Niall Rooney, who is the manager for loyalty at British Airways and essentially is responsible for the Executive Club and all of the loyalty activity within British Airways. So it's going to be a super exciting conversation. And as well as the listeners on Let's Talk Loyalty, we're actually going to be working with a partner website as well, which is simpleflying.com. So if anyone hasn't seen that website, it's absolutely phenomenal. If you're interested in airline news, up-to-date information, um, and that again is a global website with a really fascinating insight into what's happening day to day into this fabulously exciting industry. So we're going to get into a conversation about this. So I'm going to start, first of all, by welcoming Niall Rooney to Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Good morning, how are you?
0: It's great to talk to you Niall, how are you doing? (laughs)
1: Not bad at all, thanks.
0: Great, great. Now my listeners are going to think I'm biased, first of all, Niall, because I had somebody else from Dublin last week on the show. <laughs> so, pure um, a Pure coincidence, and I will, I will definitely say we're we're trying to be very global, and yet I still feel so so happy when I have a, a fellow um, a fellow Irishman on the line. So, uh, so that's brilliant. And mm-hmm. um, so, in terms of your credentials, actually, Niall, I know you've done I think um, about twelve years in the airline industry overall uh, with a number of different airlines and seven years now with British Airways. Am I right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So right. I, I started, uh, I suppose, born and raised in Dublin, as you as, as you know, and the accent will give it away. Yeah. But I, uh, I, I then moved to France when I was 18 and lived there for six years, went to uni there. Right. And then... Uh, Moved to the UK then and uh, and started my career in in, uh, in airlines. So worked in Ryanair for three and a half years, yeah. then moved up to Leeds, worked for Jet2, mm. then came back down south and I've been working for, started with BMI actually. And then when BMI was acquired, I moved over to, to BA and have been there since.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And yes, I'm being such, such diverse airlines to work for. And again, from our home city, um, Ryanair is a very different style of airline. Um, I can't imagine them ever doing anything in the loyalty space, Uh, but we'll wait and see. I know they've got various things going on, but British Airways, certainly when I worked with the airline, had the tagline of the world's favourite airline. I know that's not used as part of the branding anymore, but certainly for me on a personal level, uh, it's still something that I really admire. And I think the whole loyalty industry really, you know, dates back to um, airline loyalty because um, the stakes were so high. So when we get into talking about this, I think, as you know, I tend to start with the loyalty statistic um, because I want listeners um, and that's both on the aviation side and just within the loyalty industry. I love to get a sense of what is it about loyalty um, that really impresses you, Niall?
1: Yeah, and, and I suppose it's worth pointing that I, I'm I'm quite new to the loyalty area. So I started this role in March, okay. and previous to that, my my. Uh my background was commercial, so I worked in sales and marketing in Ryanair initially, then moved on to ancillaries, mm. and I was doing ancillaries for several years uh, through through a couple of airlines, mm-hmm. and then moved into revenue management mm-hmm. uh, in BA, mm-hmm. and then I moved over to the customer directorate, which is which is very different. I suppose yeah. beforehand it was all about generating uh, revenue, mm-hmm. and yeah. then the customer directorate it was about spending it on the on the customer experience. I managed uh, ground experience a lot. Of that was to do with lounges, which are uh, obviously a, a key attribute, which is a, which are which is appreciated by um, by, by our loyal customers because yeah. it's not just those flying in, in in premium cabins, but also those with uh, gold and silver cards within within BA. So it was a, I suppose that I had to change my uh, my mindset a, a, a lot, yeah. and then. And then I moved from ground experience into into loyalty, which is still within the customer directorate, but it yeah. also has a huge commercial focus. Yeah, I won't 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 give the stats of uh, within BA, but you can imagine a, a large proportion of our of our customers are um, our members. Yeah, and the revenue that comes from that proportion over indexes in comparison to the in, yeah. in, in comparison to the volume because they tend to spend more, which yeah. is uh, which is a, a, a key. Uh, um, yeah. A KPI of virus, of course. Yeah
0: absolutely and I love that now because at the end of the day we are all in business and again nobody we can't you know obviously talk about detailed figures but at the end of the day I've always loved about loyalty that it is about you know um really having the right relationships with the right people um and making sure that they feel that you know so um yeah. yes ancillaries is very commercial and we all love that you know in terms of earning but actually let's have that mindset of giving back and looking after them so it's probably a much nicer place to be for you on the airline side is that how it feels
1: yeah uh, absolutely i mean i'll be perfectly honest when i was in ancillaries the first thing i saw was oh i can't believe uh you give these things away to gold and silver card holders do you know how much i could sell it for but (laughs) now now obviously i'm in the other the other camp but yeah you still have to you still have to demonstrate that return and as you say it's it's a business so yeah uh, if we want to uh, anything we Give away in in brackets is or in, um, yeah. in quotes is um, is uh, has to we have to demonstrate a return on it and yeah. um, and, and loyalty does do that. You, you, it's it's quite easy to demonstrate yeah. a correlation between the investment made yeah. and then the, the return that you receive. But there is a there is a requirement of belief there as well that if you treat customers well and if you if you if you give them benefits etc. That yeah. they will uh, that they will be loyal.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'd love to ask you now specifically about, um, I suppose, trends and loyalty. So the kind of things that are happening. Again, you've got years of experience. I'm sure there's um, massive evolution over that uh, period of time. So, what kind of trends are you seeing at the moment um, in airline loyalty?
1: Yeah, I, I suppose we we did a piece of work recently with an innovation agency called Happen, uh, looking at looking at some of the, the the things we should be doing or something we should be moving towards and i suppose it's quite well known uh within within british airways and within in other airlines what other airlines are doing it's, okay. uh, it's it, it comes to front of mind what, what i what, what we did with the with the agency and the reason for going out to the agency was to look at what else is out there mm-hmm. and what could we then pull into um Pull into our program, or for for future for future developments. And I think there's a there's a few a few key trends, and there's a few people who I think are doing this doing this really well. Mm-hmm. And I'd say uh, more of it's outside of the airline industry rather than rather than inside. Yeah. So I think uh, one trend is simplicity. Um, it, it, the the airline programs have been around a long time, mm-hmm. and they have developed complexity over over that time. So it's not uh, it's not particularly straightforward. Mm-hmm. So I think we can learn from um, from from others. Uh, Boots, for example, is very straightforward in in terms of how you how you earn, but that's mm-hmm. been around quite quite a while. Mm-hmm. But I think its simplicity is one of its strengths. Uh, not that I go there that often, but Sephora <laughs> is uh, is, uh, is quite. Um, they have a simple a simple tier structure with uh, with uh, three tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the lifestyle integration is really good as well, and I think this is where we we have a real strength. Um, so it's not just about your flying and your uh, and your travels, but also uh, integrating your lifestyle into it. So the credit the credit cards that we have um, in several different countries mm-hmm. are very very powerful. The fact that in your daily life you can earn Avios. Yeah. Um, and that can then contribute to, to to you coming back to BA is very very powerful. Mm. And also we uh, we have the e store uh, where you can earn Avios. So uh, I bought, I spent a hundred quid in Gap at the weekend, and they had an offer of twenty Avios per, per pound, which wow. is uh, which is incredible because um, yeah, got almost two thousand Avios. Uh, and I mean that can be. 10 pound uh, two, two times 10 pound if you if you if you knock it off a short haul uh, two short haul flights so that's yeah. that's really really parables it's like 20 pound back for for 100 100 pound that you are going to spend anyway
0: yeah
1: uh, so i think we do that do that really well mm-hmm. uh surprise and delight we're getting uh, getting a lot better at uh, we have um, so we integrate with the crew for example Okay, um, so that they uh, can welcome, uh, so they have the information about uh, about members on board, and they can welcome back, whether it be gold card holders, silver card holders, etc. Mm-hmm. I think someone who's doing that really well outside is uh, is Pret Manger, where they often uh, surprise and delight with a with a free coffee if you're a regular.
0: So, Niall, one of my favorite questions, again, just from an education perspective for listeners, is really to get, um, you know, a key statistic in terms of what you love about loyalty or what's going on in loyalty that you've learned. So tell me, what is your favorite loyalty statistic?
1: Yes, so it's a really good question, and I, I, and a lot to think about. I suppose there's a lot of a lot of figures out there. Uh, there is um, Idea Works company do a, a report every year, and uh, they do a few reports on ancillary revenue and um, and loyalty, mm-hmm. but they do a, an annual reward seat availability survey where they look at the uh, the the as it says the the, the availability mm. of reward seats mm. and uh we're very proud this year because the uh, ba had the highest increase of reward availability it increased by 17 point point nine points to 80 wow. which percent is, which is fantastic progress so uh and it's it's testament to all the work that's been happening over the the last couple of years because mm. uh, everyone says it in in all kind of programs it's 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 relatively easy to accumulate points, uh, and Avios in, in our in our case, mm. um, but uh, people want to be able to spend them, mm. and we've increased the ways uh, that um, people can spend them. So we've increased uh, a lot of availability, and it's good that the report has shown that. And again, that that's that's investment. Uh, you know, we, we have a, a great relationship with our revenue uh, management department, and um, to. Because they are true believers in loyalty, they see when people uh, when people fly with us continuously, and then they get the reward uh, and the reward flights that they deserve. That they then come back for more, and that's uh, that's really really powerful. Yeah, and uh, a, a lot of our focus um, in the short to medium term is uh, increasing availability. So uh, at the and, and increasing the ways that you can pay for. Um, uh, that you can pay for other products using okay. Abios as well. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when we launched um, buy on board on short haul, we opened the opportunity for people to pay with Abios as well as uh, with their credit card. So it's uh, it gives people it gives people options. I mentioned earlier uh, on a short haul uh, flight, you can you can uh, for a thousand Avios. Mm. Uh, you can knock ten pound off your flight. Now that's if you some of the purists out there, or the hobbyists will know that that's really good value uh, okay. per avios. Okay. Um, and we have reward flight saver, which is a is a product which uh, for uh, usually around thirty five pound and nine thousand avios on a short haul flight. Mm. You're you're you're. Uh, you're you're able to get a short haul flight. But we've increased the opportunities there. So we've increased the amount of ABIOS but brought the brought the pi- price down to one pound. Mm. Again, a purist would see that uh, the best value per Abios is to take the £35 option. Mm. But we've given the option to people because people have healthy balances and they're happy to save £34 and pay one pound mm. uh, and pay a bit a bit more ABIOS. So so it's basically putting uh putting options out there. And um, to, 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 to allow people to use their, use their obvious.
0: Wonderful. And I love, it's actually music to my ears now because um, again, you know, in years gone by, it might've been, oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll give all of these rewards to people and they mightn't ever get the opportunity to use them. But, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's fabulous to hear that that there is so much, you know, more availability so that if I have, um, you know, as you said, a healthy balance, there are loads of ways to use them. So um, So good to hear the revenue management colleagues are on board and they've been completely bought into the whole industry.
1: Yeah, and even touching on a on a previous role, you can now use your uh, Avios to pay for uh, pay for seating and baggage, which is uh, which is, which is fantastic.
0: Super, yeah. yeah, and not all listeners might have heard um, the term Avios. I, I can't remember how long it's been around, but my understanding is um, Avios is is the term used for the points currency, mainly because of the incredible number of airlines uh, within the international airline group that British Airways is, is a part of. Am I right?
1: Yeah so Avios uh, excuse me for not uh, not explaining it's the it's the currency uh, yeah. which you collect when you uh, when you when you book flights when you buy products with BA but also as i mentioned before you use the credit card you yeah. you make purchases through the e-store that's how you can earn Avios yeah. and then you can burn Avios yeah uh, obviously through our reward Flights, and uh, as I said, uh, with our buy on board, board product on on short haul, mm. and also through uh, for ancillary products now, baggage and seating.
0: Absolutely. And I did a little bit of work with Avios in Ireland, I think I, I mentioned as well, Niall, and that was probably three or four years ago um, when Aer Lingus became part of the international airline group. So um, again, fabulous to see that that brand is really getting much more recognition. And even what I loved at the time was, you know, all of the other airlines around the world. So, you know, you mentioned Japan, I know Iberia, and again, you'll know better than, than me, there's, there's so many airlines that Avios are available to redeem seats on as well as British Airways itself.
1: Yeah, so there's obviously the um, the airlines within our group, so mm-hmm. the, it's a common currency uh, across that, Great. and you can so you can earn Avios across. Um, uh, across the, um, the the other carriers when you right. when you book directly with them, but also you earn and uh, and tier points as well for for your stages if you book with uh, our one one world partners.
0: Fantastic. And then there's
1: opportunities to redeem with them as well. So the breadth the breadth is really uh, yeah is really astounding.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of global power and impact, I mean, the Executive Club must be one of the biggest in the world.
1: Yes, uh, we do. Again, we don't divulge the the, the stats, but the, the the volumes are are, are
0: <laughs> spectacular. Are, are
1: yeah, yeah, I suppose when you when you're in a big company like this, you do yeah. you do see volumes and uh, yeah, and and scale. whether it be passenger volumes, scale, and, and and with that comes complexity as well. You know, we've got a complex operation. We've got members all over the, the world, and um, mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just about the um, about the uh, the benefits that are attributed to that when they when they fly, but there's also there's also an operation here. Mm. We've got uh, fulfilment. Uh, we've got um, obviously customers getting in contact. We're dealing with several jurisdictions. Mm. Uh, laws can can change mm. uh, from one to another. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's a it's a complex operation.
0: Absolutely, and again, I remember the mindset again in my own British Airways days is that you know it is a it's a currency, it's like a bank balance, and that's how you have to protect your customers' assets. So um, certainly, as I can imagine, the logistics around delivering that in a global scale.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely, and uh, as you say, it is it is a, it is a currency, and and yeah. that then opens up to areas such as fraud, for example. Yeah. which uh, Obviously, we have a, a department internally who de- who deals with that. Managers but, it. Uh, yeah. It's just um, it's valuable. It's very, very valuable. So it can be um, it, yeah. can, it can be um, used in several in several different ways.
0: Absolutely. So I love that statistic, then Niall, in terms of um, the increase focused on redemption. Um, it gives me a lot of uh, joy to hear that the industry and the whole airlines bought into all of that. Um, so tell us then, what else is happening in the executive club at the moment?
1: Yeah, I suppose on the on the short to medium term, there's a lot happening in the redemption space. I mean, that's a that's a key uh, focus area. That's what, what customers say that they want is they, mm. they they're able to earn avios. They want to be able to burn in in more and more ways. And we've made we've made great uh, progress in in that space recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a, a in the longer term. I suppose it's not necessarily as exciting, but there's a lot of um, a lot of uh, technology. Is mm-hmm. um, going on platform. So there's a, a loyalty um, platform for the across the group, okay? Uh, across IAG group, which is uh, is being Amazing. developed at the
0: moment,
1: and uh, that will open the gate then for uh, for other products that will be able to will they'll be okay. able to launch across uh, across and um, across carrier. And mm-hmm. um, then in terms of uh, the benefits that uh, customers. Um, um and customers and members uh appreciate and mm-hmm. um, there's a lot going on in the lounge space so that touches on my my previous role which was a, a lot of focus on lounge development so last yeah. week um or just this weekend actually we we opened uh, a brand new lounge in uh, geneva lovely um, and that they take quite a while to between analyzing uh, a requirement for a lounge and actually opening the front door can take 18 20 months so i started that process but it was great to see that it, it, it delivered yeah um, this and you, as you can imagine geneva is a, is a is a huge route for us and also there's a lot lot of um, a lot of members are on that route. It's a very high high frequency route, okay. and it's also a lovely mixture of um, business and leisure. So it's obviously a, an important financial hub, or link, linking two important financial hubs. But yeah. also the, the the ski season there and that's when that's when people like to, to redeem their their abios. and uh, and of course uh, after a long long week on the slopes, they uh, they like to go in for <laughs> a go in for a drink. Um, the week before last, we we opened a new lounge in um, in Johannesburg as well, great. and um, and and that's absolutely fantastic. Again, it's another uh, another great route. BH uh, has been flying there for for years. It's a it's a it's a real historical uh, yeah. link. Yeah, and uh, they tend to be night flights, so um, people like to go into the lounge, uh, have a have a bite to eat, and then um, either have a bit more to eat on board or, <laughs> or go straight to sleep because it's an over overnight flight. Yeah. and there's a really really uh, good good offering down there
0: fantastic so
1: yeah there's a a, a, a good bit of strategic stuff that's going on as well Um, looking at the benefits that we have per tiers in the in the future but it's relatively early stages and it's not necessarily something we can go into a great uh, amount of detail there's a lot happening in the in the product areas Mm -hmm. so as i say the 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 lounges, mm-hmm. but also on the ground in terms of uh, meet and greet for, for some of our gold card holders, and um, making sure that we're optimized in terms of the uh, check in spaces. Uh, we've changed the way we do uh, group boarding recently mm-hmm. as well to make it much more um, much more straightforward, and to make sure that the the, the most loyal customers are, um, are are getting the priority that they uh, that they uh, that they deserve and they expect.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. And you've certainly mentioned two of my favorite countries there, Nile. So um, Switzerland and South Africa, my goodness, you know, it's all so glamorous. We love it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, and to your point about, obviously, you know, there is obviously so much always going on with them, um, a loyalty program of the scale that you manage. So, you know, I'd love like in 12 months time to think that we could come back and sit down again and have a similar conversation and look at all of the, um, the, the latest executive club developments, just because I, I can imagine, um, the sheer breadth of what you're working on, so uh, super exciting to stay in touch with that uh, long term. Hopefully,
1: absolutely, it could be like a little uh, end of year review. We could have
0: there. You go. We're just we're just talk loyalty all the time. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um i'd love to just talk uh, talk uh, about a few other areas nile um what do you think i suppose are the the unique selling points um i loved what you said again earlier about going out and looking at other industries for example um, and the airline industry by its very nature is super competitive so clearly a lot of focus goes on you know how can the executive club be you know a unique loyalty program that, that people um really want to be a member of so so tell us a bit about your usps
1: yeah, I, I think the the size of the the, the program and the, and that married up with the size of our network really gives a lot of uh, depth to members, okay. which they may not necessarily get with uh, with other carriers, and the the opportunities that come with that are in terms of. The ability to to earn avios and also earn their their tier points mm-hmm. uh, because they can do so much of their flying and um, with us not to be uh, complacent because it's extremely extremely <laughs> competitive so we we, yeah. agree, we keep a constant eye on the yeah. on the competition to make sure that we're uh, we're delivering yeah, yeah. Uh, so i think mm-hmm. that that depth uh, gives people the opportunity to to earn both mm-hmm. status and avios but yeah. also uh gives great opportunities in terms of spending as well. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of people who, you know, week in, week out, they're flying with us on, on business and then their um, um, family holiday comes mm-hmm. and, you know, you're, you're telling your, your, your partner and kids you're able to show this is the holiday' we're, we're getting you know the way you don't see me every every couple of weeks because I'm because because I'm, cause I'm yeah. traveling well here's some of the benefit that you can share with the with the with the family so the the depth there really helps wow. with that yeah and the and the, the benefits of the program are, are very rich. You know, if you, if you, uh, get to silver status, for example, which requires 600 tier points, mm-hmm. uh, you have access to, to our business class lounges, and um, whenever you fly, regardless of what cabin you're, you're, you're flying in. So that regular loyalty is, uh, is really rewarded. Mm. And then if you get to, um, gold status, which is 1500 tier points, which mm-hmm. is, which is a big jump from silver. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, no, that's why. That's As why it should it's called. Yeah, cold. yeah, yeah. And we have in uh, in Heathrow, we have um, what we call the first lounge, which is reserved exclusively for Gold Card holders. Mm-hmm. And to access that, we have the first wing, which is uh, a dedicated check-in and security area for um, Gold Card holders, mm-hmm. and it leads directly into the lounge in uh, in T five. Mm-hmm. And that's that's an amazing time saver for gold card holders because wow. uh, yeah. some really value. Well, of course, most people value their time, but they really value their time, yeah. and that really gives them an opportunity to go go straight through yeah. and uh, and not have to waste time walking around the walking around the terminal. Absolutely. So they, the the product there is really um, is really excellent, and then I suppose when they're they're then going to the boarding gate, um, your your loyalty is rewarded in terms of the priority you have when boarding the aircraft. And again, that um, is is a slick operation that we have. Mm. It could be more consistent. You know, it's it, it's uh, we can get our hands around it uh, in Heathrow, and sometimes down route, it's not necessarily. You don't have the space for it, and okay. um, so it's, it's not yeah. as easy deliver but and um, huge huge amount of work is there has been done there to make it as consistent as as possible
0: yeah.
1: so, they, so they're really really um i think i think in terms of the the program it's very rich and mm-hmm. then in the in terms of the product you then have access to mm-hmm. um uh which which make up your whole executive club experience mm-hmm. i think it, uh i think it's a it's a rich program
0: brilliant and and one just on a practical note nile um do you still issue physical plastic cards to to all your members or is it all digital or what way are you approaching that
1: Yes, we uh, we deliver uh, cards and bag tags to gold, silver, and bronze cards holders. Okay. Uh, we are we are looking at it. Uh, we don't have a we haven't released anything yet, but we are looking at it to see if we uh, because you can just use your app, for example, and sure. your uh, executive club status is on your uh, boarding pass, whether that be a physical boarding pass or a. Uh, on your on your phone. All so right, it is yeah. something we're reviewing, but uh no no news on that yet.
0: Okay. Great. Yeah, one to watch and and, and for our next conversation. <laughs> Perhaps great. Um so just the last couple of questions then I suppose um just the the overall emotional piece. I loved what you talked about there in terms of the family. And it, you know, I can only imagine, you know, people who fly so extensively um to to bring the family on a holiday as a reward and for everyone to enjoy that together is, is lovely. And one of the things that, you know, pretty much everyone that we've talked to on the show has said is, you know, loyalty is moving beyond transactions and with the best will in the world, you know, any points currency is purely a transaction. That's the reality. So it really sounds like there's a lot of focus on, on you know, what are the emotional benefits of being a member with the executive club? So, so I, is that fair to say? Are you focused on the emotional side as well?
1: oh absolutely and i suppose i would i was even taken aback by how um status um has a has a link to people's emotion you know people are very proud of the and rightly rightly so yeah. but I was, I was surprised to what extent people are so proud of the status that they that they achieve yeah it's a uh, like we recognize it's not it's not easy you know you you, you, you we, we want people to be loyal and um, and and when they do that, when they when they achieve that, they're very proud to show to show their card, display their card on their whether it's on their app or it's on their their bag tag, etc. Yeah. And their expectations go with that, which is which is which is absolutely right. You know, yeah. they're, they're loyal customers. They know know our product sometimes better than, better than ourselves. Yeah. And um, and and yeah, they have a, a real emotional link. Mm. Again, the program's been around twenty four years, so mm. um, a lot of people have been that 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 can be represent a big part of people's careers mm. and then I, I touched on families there as well and um, some people if they if you come from one country and I don't know your parents come from from another mm. it's part of your identity you gro- you're growing up traveling yeah and a lot of that um, happens uh, happens on BA thankfully mm-hmm. and uh, that that's part of their identity we have children who are silver card holders gold card holders
0: <laughs> wow. you know, so a, it's
1: it's it's absolutely incredible My um, and and it's important that we make sure that they um, they're valued as part of that because yeah. yeah. well they're gonna they're going to be traveling um, once once they uh, get late to later stage in life they're going to they're going to be traveling as well and they, they have more options than ever so if yeah. we can plant the seeds of that kind of positiveness yeah. early on it' yeah. go uh, it goes a long way.
0: And there's very few industries clearly that can really drive lifelong loyalty the way an airline can. And I had never thought about children as silver card holders. That must be, I can imagine the amount of thinking that that separately requires in terms of, you know, just general segmentation and an approach and mindset to really take care of their very unique needs.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's... uh, um, And, and they grow up with, with high expectations. So we need to <laughs> continuously, continuously deliver on that.
0: To live up to that, brilliant, brilliant. Mm-hmm. So the last one then from um, my side, Nile, is really to get a sense of how you stay up to date with uh, what's going on in what is perhaps one of the fastest moving industries, actually. That's always what I loved about working with BA, you know, just how much fun it was. Um, but that does mean change and um, there's a lot going on. So, so how do you stay up to date and educated, Particularly given that you're only, I think now you said six months in the loyalty industry.
1: Yeah, so I so I started in March, so I'm fairly new to to loyalty, and I, I suppose I consider myself uh, relatively general, a, a generalist in terms of in terms of management. I've gone from a few different a few different things, mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know if I'll ever be an expert on on loyalty. That's going to take a while. Yeah. Um, but the there's there's obviously a lot out there there's a lot there's a lot of podcasts there's a lot of literature there's a lot of um um, mm. forums etc. And um, I'd say the really what I depend on here is uh, the people in my team because mm-hmm. they're experts in loyalty. Great. Uh, so some very varying levels of experience. And mm-hmm. um, so some have been in BA uh, quite a while. Some have come very, very recently, but from other other sectors and from other from loyalty in other sectors as well. Great. So that that I really really depend on them. And what I hope to bring to the or what I try to bring to the table is uh yeah. is then um a, a structure um in terms yeah. of um, getting things done etc uh, just like in my last job uh was around lounges i kind of mm. had to learn about upholsteries and you know cushions and uh, different materials and uh, building processes here it's about um there's some of the underlying stuff is similar to other roles in terms of you've got um IT challenges, uh, you you need to to work out how to get projects delivered Mm. and that's that's the same across but there's a definite nuance here uh, and that that really involves talking to people uh, looking at the forums looking at the insights, we've got very very rich insights in terms of the uh, customer analytics that we have mm. to see what and we, and because it's been 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 around for years as well we've got um, mm. great depth and data, data we can we can see what people um, how people have changed over time and mm. um, so the, the the internal analysis is is important and as I said recently we, we reached out to an innovation agency mm. to, to get some of that external thinking as well because I suppose if you if, yeah. if, if you you um, we yeah. can be guilty sometimes of looking, looking internally, whether, whether that be within the company, but also within the industry. We, yeah. we, that really helped to go outside.
0: Yeah, and I love that. And again, it's a, it's a great mindset to know that the company is so committed to loyalty that that you're going out and and taking the time and, and investing in bringing those insights into the business. So um, yeah, I think there's a lesson for us all. And as a consultant, obviously, my job is literally to make sure that I'm you know eyes open and and, and listening to to what's going on. So um so I'll definitely check out the innovation guys. And um, so that's all I wanted to to cover from my side. Nile, was there anything else that you wanted to to mention from the executive club
1: no, I think we uh, we covered off a lot there. So um, yeah. uh, I think that was pretty comprehensive.
0: <laughs> Super conversation. Amazing. So, yeah, I guess in closing then, Niall, um for me, I, I, I guess, you know, first of all, thank you so much for your time. I, I know there's a huge amount going on and you're up early this morning to, to get this recording done with me. So I really appreciate that. Um, and separately, I also want to just acknowledge um, Aaron Rice, actually, who, as you know, is the founder of Simple Flying. So again, a lot of people listening to this podcast are really um, excited about British Airways, Executive Club and everything to do with airlines. So um, so just wanted to to thank Aaron. Um, So yeah, that's it from me and just want to say thanks a million for talking to Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty.